oh, Ice was saying something, and all of a sudden it was a super loud squeaking going, and then I heard you. All oh. of a sudden you said, send snoods. That's all I heard. No, I mean, that's basically, I think you heard everything, but you also must okay. have let your cat out over there. You must have also let a feral cat into your studio, no, it, it Andrew. Just, You can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast, not for you. Not. You know? I hate I not. Andrew, I hate to uh hate to burst their bubble, Andrew. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh <laughs> right. but you gotta come to the hard truth sometime. You know what I mean? you the truth has to uh fall uh down uh to your planet sometime uh i kind of lost the metaphor here andrew today we're talking about uh bubbly pop which is uh which is a game andrew where you try to line up similar colored little aliens in bubbles and uh they pop and then they come down to your planet so um you know, at least at least half of that opening uh, made sense, that, and I feel yeah, like was, that's a pretty nice... good average. Imagine, you know, if I was in the NBA, my field goal percentage was fifty percent. Come on, wow, yeah, you'd be kicking a lot of field goals. Um, I'd be kicking I... a lot of field goals. They'd be telling me to. They'd be te- hey, listen, they'd be saying you gotta stop, my dude, kicking all these field goals inside this domed arena. You know, what I mean, at the at the audience, it's crazy, crazy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it is Bubbly Pop. It's a game for people who only have one friend. So don't even try and play it, and don't even try and listen to this podcast if you have more than one friend, okay, people? So we're we're talking about That's Bubbly right. Pop now. <clears throat> it's a two-player game. I thought we'd mix it up today, Andrew, and talk about a two-player <laughs> game. <laughs> okay, um, all right. You know, see how it goes. Probably won't go well. Probably uh, probably a bad idea to do a podcast about two-player games. So uh, we might want to... Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, wouldn't want to do it for 49 episodes. Welcome to episode 49, folks, of Two Can Play That Game podcast. <laughs> I do think it's very funny, Andrew. I'm still on it to think about um, a like a field like a kicker in the NFL rubbing it in uh, to uh, you know uh, the wound of an NBA player that they don't like or whatever, saying my field goal percentage is you know what I mean 70 yeah. percent or whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully, it's even more than that. Usually, it's more than that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, good point. I guess they wouldn't be. I guess they probably wouldn't be kicking for very long if they only hit, you know, three quarters. Like ninety plus, I would say. But I don't know. I'm not that familiar. But yeah. Well, Uh, I'm not. I don't. uh, I never understood that. I'm not as demanding as you are uh, for my. Can you? I mean, seriously, can you explain that? Because I have never understood. I've heard that in basketball. I don't really watch basketball. I've heard a field goal percentage. I think they're not on a field. Oh, oh, right. Well, they they just need a. Well, they need a. they need you know how there's two pointers and three pointers in the in the NBA. Yeah. Uh well they but they need like a stat for all of that combined. So they just call all of those field goals, you know what I mean? Um so and so that, it could be either a three-point field goal sh- or a two-point field goal. It's a shot. It's a shot percentage. Shooting percentage is that, or is that the NHL? Yeah, I'm same thing. Of? That that's hockey. Okay, that's hockey. The, you could call it that too, as far as I know. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's but not I'm true shooting it. percentage. True shooting percentage is something else. Andrew, just getting into total stat stat talk. Oh, money money ball. Uh, you know, oh. some people think that true shooting percentage is actually the real marker of anyway. Um, With uh, Bean Bunny, wasn't that the guy who was in that movie? Bean Bunny. 
Um, yeah, Bean Bunny. Uh, you know, and then uh, and and of course on on the pitcher's mound is uh, Michael Caine as Scrooge, and he and he's waving off the pitches, and then finally decides on a pitch, winds up with the wreath, and <laughs> oh, he hit oh he hit Bean Bunny with the pitch. Bean Bunny's gonna go ahead and walk to the orphanage, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bean is what I'm thinking of. Billy, Billy Bean, Bean okay. is what you're thinking of. Bean there Bunny, of course, uh, everyone's favorite um, caroler slash, uh, you know, busker. I don't know what you'd call um, a person who asks a homeless um, sweetheart asking for money at the door of Scrooge and uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, Andrew Bubbly Pop is a game, and we're here to talk about it today. But first, why don't we go ahead and sum it up in one sentence. One sentence explanations. If I had to, okay, bubble to my head here, right? I got. I have to sum it up in one sentence. Um, I'm going to say that Bubbly Pop is the board game that I swear I've played before on my phone. I, I just, I know I've played this game before. <laughs> Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, you have, you have. Well, not quite, but we'll get into that Almost. shortly. Uh, you might have also played it on your computer, Andrew. That brings me to my one-sentence summary of Bubbly Pop. Oh. The next <laughs> evolution in snood technology. Snood technology. Right, It's yeah, it's uh, taking the technology of snood to a new level. Send snoods, Andrew. Did you hear that? No. I guess not. No, I did not. What? It sounded like you turned on a, a, a modem from 1999. Oh, uh, I turned on my oh. modem. Is that? Oh. Let me just look at the. Let me just look at the date on. Hello. You're playing Snood. Eight. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> that's why that did that. You mentioned Snood, uh. and then your and then your router turned on. Oh man. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Earphones. I was playing Snood. What? I didn't. I didn't think you'd catch me playing Snood. I just had to boot up my 1998 router. I just had to put. It I was, just had to pop in my AOL free free disk and and uh, start playing a little bit of Snood. It was like uh, I called your house, but you were on the internet. You know. And I was like, yeah, no. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I was getting, a, I was getting a fax. I was getting, I was, I was receiving a uh, a snood uh, game fax. Fax. My 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 best friend was sending me some some snood codes uh, via my. Uh, you think there's a game via, fax via fax for, machine for snood? A game FAQs. Ooh, for you know I'm gonna look thing. this up right now, baby. Game fax. Game FAQs is like where you would go if you're playing a video game and you want to look for like secrets in the game or how to complete different tasks in the game, you know, usually bigger kind of epic type games. But um, yeah, and I think this is mainly for old people now, because one of the very first popular board topics that comes up here on the message boards is why is it always the younger generation that make fun of good characters in Super Smash Brothers (laughs) Ultimate? It's like, all right. Oh, boy, we're getting old here, Pete. Okay, very cool. Okay, let's see. I'm going to type in snood and search. And, yes, it does, in fact, have... We will be getting to the into this. We will be getting to this maybe on a bonus episode. <laughs> Sign up for our Patreon, and you can oh, hear us talking. i write that down now. Andrew, down. just so people... Just here's the one sentence summary of Snood on GameFAQs, by the way, Andrew, just to bring up to date all the young people who who never who never played it. They're wondering what Snood is at home. Well, the, the first line in the description is the international shareware sensation. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need to know. Oh my god. Wow. More than more shareware. than just a game. David Dobson's classic puzzle uh, puzzle classic Snood and its mischievous characters have become an international phenomenon 
among PC gamers. Now, four million downloads later, the snoods are back with brilliant new graphics, new characters, new boards, a wow. new Time Attack series, a yada, yada, yada. Wow, wow, wow. Well, oh, so man. that's basically... Pete just went Made over this classic the video game of- challenge a huge hit on college campuses from California to Maine. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, well, Pete just went over um, the description of Bubbly Pop, so I don't think we need to describe this game anymore. Yeah, kind of the uh, same thing. That that's why that's why I make the comparison is a puzzle you know challenge uh, and that that puts a you know an emphasis on mischievous yeah. little characters that all have different personalities and stuff. So Andrew Bubbly Pop is a an analog version of this that then takes it to a new level in my opinion. So basically, um, you got a board and you're pulling out these little circular discs from a bag so that it's randomized, you know what I mean? And then you're putting them on this middle portion of this board, which makes up your sky above your planet, basically, right? You're flipping them over, and then you're seeing what... uh, There's, like, five different colors of alien species, right? And they are, like, trapped in a bubble. They're bubblies, and they're in a bubble. And they're floating above your planet. And you're choosing... So, basically, the first part of your turn is you can choose any two that are right next to each other, um and swap them and so that kind of makes this puzzle of like you can kind of think ahead you can think in the moment you can blah 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 however you well, want that, to do that's it that's kind start of swapping. taking yeah i feel like that's kind of counteracting some of the randomness of the bubblies that you're pulling out of the bag it's like okay you can right. adjust how they are a little you bit. can adjust right it, otherwise it'd be all luck right but this puts right. a little bit more skill in it right um and uh and then after you've done your one swap that you're allowed you choose two to fall down into your, you know, Tetris snood puzzle bobble board, basically, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> uh, bejeweled uh, Candy Crush board. Uh, yeah. But um, and and then, you know, if you can get at least three to line up, they pop and they, you know, fall to your planet or whatever. And and then it takes an, a whole nother level. And if I stopped mm-hmm. there, you'd say, well, that sounds you know, almost exactly like all the ones that exist. And it's like, yeah, they're like, I, the whole swapping thing doesn't really, you know, do enough for me. Well, when you do get a, a, a series of them to pop, uh, depending on the color of the uh, bubblies that you, that you pop the bubble of, you can enact a power that either helps you or hurts your opponent. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Each different color has a special power that you kind of uh, enable or enact you know, when you when you get a series of them popped, um, and that ha- adds a whole another layer of uh, strategy and uh, you know stuff to just it. Just for for example, I mean, like one of them is you can just take one of your bubblies off your board and count it as a point for yourself. Uh, one mm-hmm. of them is you can you can like send a bubbly down to your opponent that might mess them up. You know, uh, things mm-hmm. like that. So. Uh, yeah, that, that, that factors into a lot of the strategy also. I mean, if you're really thinking ahead, you can think about what color do I want to pop here and how's that, and then what right. am I going to be able to do with that power? And when we were playing, I mm-hmm. didn't necessarily pay attention to the, which power I was going to come up next, but that you, yeah. you, but there's you a lot of strategy involved. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of strategy. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot might be mm, stretching <laughs> it, but there's def- well, there is strategy listen, here, and there's more than meets the eye. That's what I was going to say, yes. 
it's know? more um, than Transformers. It's more than you yeah. think because uh, because on the surface, and even when you first start playing, you're thinking, oh, this is just like every app that you've ever played where you drop things down and you yeah. line them up and they pop, right? It's the same right. thing. But right. it doesn't. It's not just mindless, you know, popping stuff on your phone. There is some mm-hmm. thinking involved, at least. Yes, 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 yes. And, and I will say and also there's... that the bubblies are on cardboard discs, which are definitely just pogs. So that's that's a little bit <laughs> of a plus true. in my yeah. Wild these fact. are all pretty, essentially pog sh- pog shape, pog size too. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and I'll tell you what, Andrew, these little suckers are cute as can be. Um, so <laughs> each. <laughs> so uh, almost uh, kind of like snood um there are something different about all the different varieties of these little guys yeah. um and specifically by color they have different um exteriors they're, let's say or um, things be... that co- things that cover their body you know right they're supposed to be um aliens right the backstory of this is they're aliens and they're you're definitely from a... down by Right, gravity, a different right. different planet or whatever, and they're falling to yeah. your planet. Right, mm-hmm. you're trying to match them up on your planet. Basically, it's you right. know, it's mm-hmm. they're an invasive species. Nice... <laughs> yeah, right, they're an invasive species. Uh, so each one, like, there's one that's clearly uh, furry, like a like a Wookie, a purple Wookie, and uh, there's yeah. one that's got like kind of like feathery look to it, and one that looks more like it's got scales, right. and one that has like right. a hard shell, and so you know, right, all like kind of so, like different species. Right, the purple ones have fur. The uh, yellow ones have almost like straw-like, you know, uh, fur or whatever. The green ones have like almost like uh, hard shell armor, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Some of them are scaly, you know, yada yada yada. Like each color is almost like a different species of bubbly. Um, yeah. And then within them, there's a few different faces basically that are on them. So it does. It adds. It, it makes you feel almost like every single one that you flip over is a different one, yeah. which is cool and not necessary yeah. you know what i mean like uh, it's yes. not like in candy crush it's like all the i don't even know i don't play it but all the peppermints are the same or whatever and this one goes a little <laughs> bit further and and also it's illustrated it's just it's it's nice art some they had somebody illustrate these things i think it, the, the candy crushes and the bejeweled are like things i look right past because it's just these yeah. shiny little you know it gives them a little bit of uh personality and your planet has some. Each planet has a little personality. You can flip the board over, mm-hmm. and then there's two different planets on the other side, just for fun. Doesn't really right. change the game, but you know. Right. Um. Two things. So, two things that we didn't yeah. mention. I think that we should mention. There are also black uh, colored bubblies, which oh, start yeah. mm-hmm. start on the bottom of your uh, area, which mm-hmm. don't. Uh. Which kind of like block block up your area, right? So it kind of makes it harder right. to match. They'll things up. they'll never disappear. So basically, and, you just have to live with them and move them around, try to get them out of your way, etc. And there are, yeah, there are some that are in the bag too. So when you bring them out, right. oh, you know, now you got to try not to. Hopefully, you're not mm-hmm. the one that get, winds up with those. Um, right. But uh, and the other thing is that that well, with those you can start at different difficulty levels. You can start with three on the bottom, four on the bottom, five on the bottom. It tells you how to set them up, so it gets a little bit harder yeah. as as you get better at it. And uh, there's this game also has a solo variant, which I found mm. kind of interesting because it's it's uh, it's basically like a set of puzzles, right? Um, yes. That it tells you how to set it up and what the rules are for for you. You try and clear your board. Um, mm-hmm. but you have it all set up differently each time. And there's a whole bunch of different puzzles to solve, so it's kind of neat. Right, right. It's like based on this setup, you know, 
clear the board. Can you do it? Right. And then they right. those also vary in difficulty. There it goes, you know, it goes from easy to to very hard kind of thing. Mm. Which is yeah, I think that's really nice. It basically almost at every step of the way they took what could have just been a real shrug off, you know what I mean, um, to try to get a little bit of money. And they, it seems like they spent more time on it. You know what I mean? Like I, sometimes I think of, yeah. uh, sometimes this game makes me think a little bit of of Karen, where it's like, because I feel like in that one there was just a little bit of extra TLC. Mm-hmm. Now that one also happens to be like a, a very good game at its base too. But <laughs> they they went. I think uh, similarly, I think they went a little bit over and above with the with certain parts of this game basically mm-hmm. and um and it seemed like somebody kind of put more passion into it than just some marketing exec you know what i mean or something like that well it very could have easily been you know jewels or something like that lining up and then right. like, maybe maybe there's like a nervous king off to the side who's like you know like about to get eaten by an alligator <laughs> yeah right <laughs> right exactly uh you know what i'm talking about if you've seen that ad uh, um Everyone knows what you're talking about if they have been if they if they have been on a site with ads anytime. Uh, 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 but no, they went with something with a little more personality. They tried to put a story yeah. behind it. I think a for effort at least on that part. Now, Andrew, who tried to put a story behind this? Fill this fill in some a little bit of the history of this game. Ah, uh, great question here. I did look up the history of this game, and Pete, um, a little spoiler here for the history. I this was probably the hardest to find any history on. Wow. But I think I cracked the case, so stay tuned. It's okay. going to be a fun ride here. A buckle up. Um, this game came out in 2016, uh, designed by a gentleman by the name of Gregory Oliver, or maybe Oliver. He's French. Um, Ooh. And uh, he, uh, let's see, this was his first board game uh, that was mm. published. Um, wow. I want to say the art, the art also, you mentioned the artist. Art by Alexei Rudikov, a Russian mm. artist, who... Okay. This is the only board game that he's ever done, at least listed on Board I was, Geek. Oh, I was just about to go look it up because I liked it. And I was about to say, yeah. hey, has this guy done anything else? Interesting. So I was looking Aww. at his um, different websites where he has some of his artwork. And it's... Uh, he does a lot of artwork for, like, other media, like book covers and stuff like that. But this this is really not typical of his style at least i didn't think so at least with the colors this is very brightly colored and a lot of his other art is kind of like dark and uh like really cool looking like he's done some like cool fantasy Mm. landscapes and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. but um interesting yeah this is definitely different so seems to be i am i am compelled to look it up that's how that's how much i enjoy the art in this game so i'm gonna (laughs) while you while you continue on i'm gonna go look up what the what is this deviant art dot you know backslash alexi nonchkin oh wow this is good hey this guy's good he is on deviant art but um anyway uh so man i like this person this art is good andrew wow okay sorry continue on um (laughs) uh gregory oliver as i'm gonna call him sorry greg if you're listening to this i'm mispronouncing that but um seems to be his first board game as i said also responsible for a series of games called outlive which uh has a bunch of uh expansions and that came out after this one um but it's about an apocalypse type of situation it's more um like collect collecting resources and you have to build a base and you have to survive um it's two to four players though, so it's probably a waste of time, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, least, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least for us. But it oh, is uh, a board game geek. This was the one. same designer of Outlive. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That one cool. is. 
it's it has more reviews than Bubbly Pop. It seems like it's a little more, I, and it has a bunch of expansions. So I seem like that's kind of like his big hit, and Bubbly Pop was kind of his his introduction into the board game world. Although Bubbly Pop is not a flop. I mean, it's still pretty mm. popular. Yeah. Um, wow. This is cool. Bubbly Pop was published by a company called Bankies Editions. B A N K I I I Z. Three I's in a row. Um, okay. And that's a small French publisher specializing in family games. Um, but it's well, not his I think, company. I, I think the bank bank is with one eye was probably taken. And so was the two eyes. <laughs> so they had to go. You know what I mean? Just like a username. Three eyes you know? on it. Right, right, right. <clears throat> it's not like Nintendo Wii and they had to add an, an extra <laughs> eye even above that. Um, <laughs> so there is very, very little about this guy out there. I looked, I try, I always try and look up, is there an interview with this person, anything? And then I even tried to like stalk social medias, anything on Facebook or anything like that. Now, it doesn't seem to be on any social media except Twitter. He does have a Twitter, but uh, very few tweets. We're talking like 12 tweets from this guy and only 30-something followers. So I want everybody out there to go ahead and follow... Uh, Gregory Oliver, uh, the board game designer, wow. if you look that up yeah. on Twitter. Uh, barely uses Twitter, but um, I did find out smart that man. in... Yeah, right. Very smart man. I found out in 2018, he was shopping around a prototype that he was calling <gasps> Dungeon Pop. <laughs> okay. That sounded interesting. Um, Let's go. But I don't... I don't think it got picked up. Um, by the way, he was tweeting in French, so I, I had to I had to translate all this. So this is a lot of work, Pete. Mm. Okay, so appreciate mm. appreciate all my work, please. I had to click a button. Yeah, merci, merci, merci. Yeah. Um, anyway, he said that he had a meeting with a bunch of publishers, and uh, but then didn't see anything else about it. There was actually one nasty mm. comment on there that said like something like, uh, "Oh, you you pulling a Rosenberg and reusing all your concepts or something like that." Come and, on. Um, so I wonder why he doesn't tweet anymore, you know? It's just, like, weird that... Yeah, you know, right, yeah. <laughs> he has one nasty comment on there, and then... Uh, Twitter's horrible, people. Mm. <clears throat> I felt bad for this guy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, most of his tweets are about uh, the PlayStation Vita. Uh, he wow. seems to be a big PlayStation Vita. Have you ever played PlayStation Vita? This is, like, a handheld. No, but, I, but much respect to people who own it yeah. and play it. You know what I mean? This came out after the place they, the PSP, right? Which was their first handheld mm-hmm. thing. Um, yeah. And it was supposed to be like the next big thing. I, I didn't know anything about it, but I looked it up. Um, it had some cool yeah. features, but it just it just flopped. I guess they didn't like advertise yeah, it well it enough fl- or something. It flopped kind of like the Wii U, I think, kind of thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so people but, were saying but it's, I like, think it has, it's like the Dreamcast. I think it, yeah, right. It's more like the Dreamcast because I think it has more critical acclaim than the Wii U did. But Wii U, anyway. right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, most of his tweets and replies are about PlayStation Vita, and so wow. and he even he even claims that it's the best handheld system ever made. Wow. So I was like, okay, this is this is the only thing I have to go on here is PlayStation Vita. So I looked at it, and the first thing that struck me, the picture of PlayStation Vita, is that the home screen on the PlayStation Vita has a light blue black background um, with a bunch of circle icons for the games and apps on there. And they look just like, they look just like Bubbly Pop. And (laughs) this is journalism. Listen to this. I found out that these icons are officially called bubbles. Okay. They're called like PlayStation Vita bubbles on there. And I watched a video and when you like scroll up and down, they kind of like bounce a little bit like bubbles. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. And I figured it out, Pete. 
I watched a I watched a video about the history of the PlayStation Vita, and on, in one of those videos, when they put out the new system, and you know the CEO of Sony was like announcing it and everything, they showed all this pro, promotional videos and stuff. And there's like a guy walking around outside, and there's a bunch of these bubbles falling from the sky around this guy in the video. Oh, wow! <laughs> and to top it all off, one of the first games that came out for it was called Smart As, um, A S, right? Smart As. And it's kind of like Brain Age. It's like a brain training type of game. So it's a lot of Ooh. puzzles, many of which involved bubbles. And it even oh featured a God. menu screen of bubbles orbiting the planet Earth. So, um, wow. That's connected, wow. Pete. I, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking at your conspiracy board with yarn and everything. He was. Like that and just, <laughs> yeah. I've got a, I've got a big uh, cork board with like the lines uh, all connected <laughs> with yarn. Uh, I'm going to say officially that uh, you can call it right here. Gregory Oliver uh, came up with the idea for Bubbly Pop from PlayStation Vita. Uh, wow. I, I'm That's willing it. to say that. Yep. Case closed. So if you want to yeah, if you want to tweet at us, Greg, go ahead. Because um, <clears throat> I think yeah, I'm like, Yeah, yeah. You solved. You solved, you, you guys got me. You solved my puzzle. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I thought you, yeah. I thought you believed and more. And you know what? More anyway, power. the only more power the only, the only other thing. Thing is that there is there is an expansion for Bubbly Pop that yeah. came out in 2017. It's called Bubbly Pop Level Up, and right. it adds two new two new colors and two new powers. So it's uh, yep. orange, which it allows you to take one of your opponent's bubbles and put it back in the bag. So take it out of the game, put it back Ooh, in the bag. Okay, <laughs> uh, kind of interesting. And then there are white cool. ones um, that allow you to add a black bubble to your opponent's side. And I think if I was reading it right. You add it from the bottom up, so it like comes out of the ground up there. So it kind of pushes. Oh, there. it pushes things up from the. Up. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So wow. I guess you could make them lose on that. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see the official rules. I was just looking at. Oh uh, yeah. People. Good point. Prop. Well, probably because there there are other ways to, you know, make them lose. Interesting. Oh, you probably did. We even talk about. Did we talk about how you win or, this game? <laughs> oh yeah. Good point. <laughs> you win this game. Well, I mean, you you get points for you get a point for all the different uh, you know uh, when you when you pop a bubble basically, um, right. but you can also lose much like all of these games is like if you end up like s- running out of room and it like you know yeah. hits the top or whatever like all those other yeah. games then you then you can lose that way. But too. it's like how many bubbles like you pop? That's thing. how many points you get, right? Basically. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, hmm. Interesting, interesting. Well, Andrew, um, I think that you have investigated that. But why don't you review on this? Review on this. Okay, this is the part of the show where Pete is going to read some online reviews of PlayStation Vita games. And we're going to assume... (coughs) Oh, no, sorry. He's going to read reviews... (laughs) Coming up of... first is Dagaran Papa 5. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a game, you know. <laughs> no, yeah, he's going like, to read I feel reviews. like it was one of those I feel like it was one of those consoles where like the majority of the games were um Japanese and like were wild. You know what I mean? And were great oh. <laughs> great crazy games, you know what I mean, that never even made it stateside kind of thing. Anyway. Yeah, right. Um um no, he's going to read reviews of Bubbly Pop from the internet, and we're going to just assume what these people's lives are like. What mm-hmm. kind of people would write a review like this on the internet? Yeah. Pete. Okay, Andrew, this person reviewed Bubbly Pop. They gave it a 1 out of 10. That's as low as it gets. They said, oh. I guess 
I guess it's as much an autopilot game as the computer originals, and it does look really cute. Fuzzy round creatures, oog likes, in parentheses. So, something for siesta for five o'clock tea. Now, hold on, Andrew. Am I crazy? Let's rewind <laughs> it back. Or did this person momentarily go Jekyll and Hyde and turn into a creature named Oog in the middle of this review? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just for a split second, <laughs> they said fuzzy round, fuzzy round creatures Oog likes. You know what I mean? Might want to get that checked out, you know, before it gets worse. Sounds like it's you're turning, but you're not quite fully turned. You might want to get that checked out. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Good, good. Cool. Or stop drinking the potion or whatever that uh, Dr. Uh, Doctor Jekyll drinks. Andrew, this person gave it a 3 out of 10. They said, a game whose goal is to induce in your opponent the exact state of mind that somebody has when they've just realized Candy Crush is a scam. So, Andrew... <laughs> This I feel like this is a new brand of conspiracy theory person, Andrew. This is the person who thinks that Candy Crush is a scam. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, be, because I I don't know. I think just think that scam is such a funny word to describe Candy Crush. Be, well, because there's nothing candy... there's nothing hidden in Candy Crush. You know what I mean? As right. far as I know, it's it's not like a Trojan horse virus or anything like that. You oh, know what I mean? It, it's it's just a game where you money, get addicted right? to lining up candy. And then they hope that you'll make in-app purchases. You know what I mean? That's it. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're not gambling money on that, right? It's not you're not like gambling. They're... No, the, no, no, okay. no, no. They, they just want you to buy, you know, a put a bowl of pudding or whatever that it helps that gives you five <laughs> more lives or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's not a scam. It's just a. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, what I mean? listen, if, this is, if this is a scam, then every single thing in America is a scam. Which uh, all right, well, actually, maybe they did win me over. Actually, yeah, maybe that, that's, 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 you know, point, I mean, yeah. like, at this point, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, like, every app that's a game is a scam, then. Is a, right. But uh, that might be true. Like, you stole... That might be true. Uh, you stole my attention. I I missed my whole kid's birthday party because I was playing Candy Crush. Well, yeah, that is a scam, yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't <laughs> download that. <laughs> well, that's a scam. It's not... Yeah, there's not, like, a shadow government running Candy Crush or whatever. It's not, like, designed yeah. by lizard people. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's Candy Andrew, Crush in the basement of the pizza. Pl no, no. Okay. In the basement of pizza pong, you know, Andrew. This, uh, yeah, Joe Rogan being like, "Whoa, that's crazy." So you're telling me, you know, anyway, Andrew. This not person gave him it out a, for it. Yeah, not calling, no, not calling him out. He's like, "No, that's just an interesting theory." You know what I mean? Yeah, just not not having an opinion one way or another and being like, "Well, that's me being unbiased." No, that's actually you. You know, Enabling. broadcasting yep. okay. it to a million people. Anyway, Andrew, um, this person gave it a 5 out of 10, and they said, easy to play with children or old people, but it may be too many negative interactions for kids or nervous people. Now, finally, Andrew, someone takes the feelings <laughs> of nervous people into account, okay? <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. I want this person to tell me exactly what the ideal game is for nervous people. I'm Bring it to me. That's what I want to know. What should I be playing as a nervous person? You know what I mean? Kids or nervous people. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Finally, somebody's thinking about me. Andrew, this person gave it a 6 out of 10. They said, I can't imagine physically playing this, but the digital edition is quite fun to play. Now, Andrew, this person can't imagine playing the physical version. 
<laughs> I can't think what is it about playing the physical version compared to the digital version? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I just with with the digital version, if I start to get super scared looking at the bubblies, I can just shut my laptop screen and they'll disappear. <laughs> you know what I mean? But with the physical version, I have to touch them. You know what I mean? Like what is it? <laughs> what you know? I can't, I can't imagine. imagine playing this physically. You know what I mean? Like what? <laughs> I think you can because I think the digital is just you know mimicking playing it physically. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Um, which is funny because we I guess we didn't say it uh, we didn't say it up front but we did play the digital version on, it's available on Board Game Arena yeah. and I just right, thought it right. was just we, so we funny the digital I just thought it was so funny that it's a game that's kind of similar to a lot of computer games like we talked about uh, at yeah. length and then turned it into a board game and yeah. then somebody turned it back into a video game basically that we yeah. were playing it's, yes it is like reading Jurassic Park novelization of the movie or whatever. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yes. Like, it's like not reading the Michael Crichton original, not even watching the movie, but specifically play. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, this person gave it a 7 out of 10, and they said, simple Tetris-like game for two. Nice while waiting for food or with beer in a park. Now, okay, Andrew, it is actually illegal to drink in a public park, so got a real degenerate on our hands here. You know what I mean? Going to go ahead and report this person. Well, that that may not be true in parts of Europe. I don't know. Where is this person from? Did you write that down? He's probably from, like, the Netherlands. Everything goes there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's Could true. be rolling a doobie. You know what I mean? Crazy over there. You know what I mean? You could be showing Nevada. a breast sure. over there. Couldn't be us in, in America, you know what I mean? Do you know what the laws are in Nevada? There's some crazy laws out there. That might be Ooh, illegal. I'm not sure. Gambling capital of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could probably Well, as long as some as long as, you know, some greedy, you know, mother trucker is making money in Nevada, you can probably do it. You know what I mean? So Yeah, it's a lot of stuff's legal uh, out there. Anyway. As long as as long as a poor person is suffering, then it, it's probably <laughs> legal in Nevada. Andrew taking hot shots at Nevada. Um now, this hot person, shots, that's a good casino. Okay, <laughs> taking, hot, taking hot shots. <laughs> Andrew, uh, this person gave it an 8 out of 10, and they said, I translated this game into Dutch. Um, okay, and? You know what I mean? Like, that was the, that was it. There was no review. They, that It was one sentence for their review. 8 out of 10, I translated this game into Dutch. What do I care? What do you want? A cookie, bud? You know what I mean? Well, I guess they mean the rule book because there are no words on the board. Um, yeah. Except for maybe yeah. the title, you know, so I don't know sure, what bubbly sure. pop is in Dutch. I assume it's yeah. bubbly pop, perhaps. I don't, right. I, don't I was going to say Dutch is pretty <laughs> similar to, you know what I mean? So it's probably bubbly like the word pop or something is not like gonna that. going to change, yeah. I think. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. But it's also just like, you know, so what, man? You know what I mean? I don't know. And of course, Andrew, if this person does want a cookie, since they're Dutch, it is going to be one of those windmill-shaped cookies. Okay, well, Andrew. <laughs> great. I hear somebody rap-tap-tapping at your door, your chamber door, and I hope that it's not a raven. It's all our angry Dutch fans who uh, were insulted <laughs> yeah. by that. They're like, we care. Joking. We care that this man translated it into Dutch. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, well. They're out there uh, drinking in the park and uh, eating windmill cookies. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, actually, no, it's not. It's, uh, it's Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane. Okay, come on in, Dr. Fraser Crane, and go ahead and help us count down 
the top 10 phrases that you'd hear somebody say while playing the game Bubbly Pop. Number 10. Bubbly phone home Elliot Pop. Number 9. Consider your candy crushed. Number 8. I know what this is. This means something. This is important. Pop. Number 7. Consider your bee jeweled. Number 6. In space, no one can hear you pop. Number 5. Consider your puzzle bobbled. Number 4. Welcome to Earth. Pop. Number 3. Consider your tet tryst. Number 2. That's it, man. Game over. Game over, man. Pop. Number 1. Consider your snood snooted. Hey folks, just wanted to take a quick break in the middle of the episode to remind you that Two Can Play That Game now has a Patreon. A Patreon? A Patreon? Pete, what's a Patreon? Patreon is an alien from the planet Pet Petros. Just kidding, <laughs> Andrew. I couldn't even, couldn't even keep a straight face through that one. Patreon is, of course, the website where you can go, Andrew, and people can pledge a monthly payment to us, basically. Um... As a way of saying, keep up the great work, and also, they can also demand prizes, basically. Wow. <laughs> um, and so, what what they get in, in you know in exchange for giving us some a little bit of uh, De Niro, uh, Robert De Niro, every month, is uh, things like access to bonus content, um, access to some goods, literal physical goods that we send them, access to possibly a game that we've created, all these things, um, access to just a community of, of people uh, who uh, support the show that they wouldn't get otherwise. So um, wow. look into that. Uh, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash two can play that game podcast. And you can look at all the different tiers, all the different um, options for you in terms of money that you'd want to send us from almost nothing to too much, honestly, and decide what's right for you. Well, you heard it here first, folks. So patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash two can play that game podcast. And now let's get back to the show, Pete. Okay. Love break. Okay, it is time to take a break from popping all those bubblies, and uh, let's pop open some bubbly and get in the mood for a love break. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, um, I love it. Putting a Luther Vandross <laughs> on, Andrew, as we hop into our <laughs> weekly game of uh, Fog of Love that we play one more you know, turn of every week, Andrew. Yes, uh, we're going to play another card in Fog of Love, another scene into our ongoing love story. And uh, I feel like we update this okay. every week, but just just to let you in, I mean, we have a relationship. Pete and I have a relationship in this game, yep. uh, role-playing game, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's not going great. Yep. Yeah, high school sweethearts. Uh, I'm an internet celebrity. Pete's a big, muscly chef. And yep. we've had a lot of poor interactions uh, here. But last it, time, yeah. if you remember, we did the... Uh, retreat at the cabin right in the woods oh yeah and uh that we we had we spent a little time together and uh that's right it was a real nice time together andrew we yeah we ended up uh bumping up our our satisfaction our happiness meter you know yeah and that means whatever uh 
whatever card Pete plays, because Pete's turn today, whatever oh, he plays. Oh, yeah, the personality uh, traits are going to, wh- however it influences our personality traits, as a result, it's going to be double this time. Huh. That's right. Our personality traits are going to, our personality traits are double. What do they say? Wow. That or personality, whatever, adjustments are double, you know. Okay. Whatever. Well, um, Andrew, I am going to go with this scene. This is the final scene of this first chapter, by the way, Andrew. So, Ooh. Um, kind of important for our relationship here. <laughs> uh, so this one is called It's Just Some Problems at Work. And it says, something is nagging me at work. Just a bit. What should I do? And, of course, this is me telling you this about my work, Andrew. As a chef... Uh-huh. Uh, as a chef, I'm gonna right. say there's <laughs> okay, something nagging? that you know. Oh, you know what? You know what's nagging me is yep. that my French fries are not crinkling, Andrew. <laughs> they are too right. smooth. They're too yeah, smooth, that, and I can't. Too smooth. They're not crinkling the way they should. Um, yeah, and it's nagging that would, me. That would nag you know? me. Yeah, that would nag me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so we both have to choose. I'm gonna. You're going to choose how you're going to react, and I'm going to choose how I would prefer you to react. And our choices are, uh, A is you should ignore it, B is you should just work harder, C is quit and take some time off, and D is can you learn something from this? Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, mm-hmm. well... Um... Uh, going by my character's personality here, I know yeah. which choice I have to embody choose. Embody so your character, Andrew. Embody your character, and I, I will believe do the same. I have my choice here. So okay, me too. Em. You ready? We, we're going to yep. put our tokens down, and on three, two, one, flip them. Okay. Okay. You. Oh, Andrew. So you went with C, which was quit and take some time off that was your suggestion for me okay just walk out those those fries are not okay here's what it is those those fries are just not treating you right you deserve better than those crinkly fries just quit take some time just telling yeah just telling all my co-workers yeah yeah, just telling my co-workers i need to i need to i need some time i just need some time to myself and just walking out because the fries are too smooth you know what (laughs) i mean yeah i see how it is and andrew by the way because this doubles uh, the adjustment to your personality trait. That one lower. That one you're going to put a token on the negative portion of the discipline well, personality trait, and you're going to put two tokens there because it doubles it. Wow. So you, 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 okay. I'm learning a lot about who you are, Andrew, in this game. Uh, yeah. A lack of discipline. Um, interesting. Sure. And of course, sure. I went with. Um, can you? Learn something from this. D. I'm trying to learn something from the fries. You know what I mean? Meditating on it. You know what I mean? And so you wanted you me know. to be asking you to be kind of introspective. And so okay. Yeah. So we d- well, we did and, not match. And, and very <laughs> curious, right? Because this this affects my curiosity. Yeah. In fact, it's going to bump me up on the positive side of curiosity by by two. So uh, kind of well, like that's trying good. You new got things. That. Curious. Mm-hmm. There is a little penalty here, though, because we we did not match. So down here on the on the card, it says uh, that we had a big a big fight for nothing. Uh, yep. Over some fries, Pete. We had a big blowout fight because I didn't react we had the way a you big wanted. I told you to quit your job. <laughs> you have a dramatic fight over nothing. Yeah, it's basically me being like, "What? Why would I quit my job over fries?" You know what I mean? And you're like, "It's important." 
This is more important than anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're, you're going online. Just you're, quit. You're, you're, I'm tired of hearing all this. <laughs> Nagging. You're, you're going online and you have like a very popular TikTok where you are like, okay, so <laughs> my partner's not listening to me. You know what I mean? Just like having everyone's coming to your, and I, that makes me even angrier that everyone's right, coming to yeah. your side on the issue, you know? Look, um, I got 10,000 likes on this TikTok about you not quitting your job. Yeah. <clears throat> there's Yeah, there's like 100 comments, and they're all like, leave him. You know what I mean? Leave right. him, honey. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's a loser for not, you know what I mean? Putting putting the fries, you know. The fries ahead uh, of his happiness or something Ahead like of, yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. Um, all right, well, Andrew, that, uh, so when we come back to this next week, uh, we're going to start a oh, new chapter way, we, in our relationship. Uh, we both have to lose two points of two points of uh, satisfaction oh, here, by the way. Oh, so. yeah, that's right. We Right, 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 right. <laughs> the effect of that dramatic fight over nothing is that we both lose two uh, hearts, which represent I've our only got uh, satisfaction, eight. our well, you happiness. Have, you have I nine, got nine satisfaction? I only have yeah, it's so pretty low. It's low. pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty low. Well, tune hmm. in next time well, for Chapter 2 of our uh, ongoing story here, but we got to get back to our... Yeah. Uh, game of bubbly our review of bubbly pop i guess right? yeah 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 in fact andrew you know what uh i thought we would spice it up and um spice up our uh, our podcast relationship by bringing someone else in andrew how about that <laughs> wow. um we're leaving leaving fog of love and returning back to our drab you know boring life me and you so i think we should i think we should get somebody in you know who's uh, who's got a little bit more personality than us andrew and that's why mm-hmm. it's time for an acquaintance call-in. Acquaintance call-in. Okay, everybody, it's time for another acquaintance call-in. And that's the time of the show where we talk to somebody else, somebody that uh, a lot of shows would probably refer to as like a friend of the show. But, you know, of course, for us, that's just just not true totally disingenuous if we said that so uh we're not gonna lie to you here on the show so we're gonna just talk to somebody else just an acquaintance that we know here as the acquaintance call in so uh pete who's our acquaintance today who are we talking to wow andrew yeah absolutely well today we're gonna be talking to michelle the treasure bell andrew a wonderful board game personality who we would love to talk to who um puts the focus on beverages board games games in general Michelle, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, our pleasure, our pleasure. So, Michelle, we are, of course, covering the ultra-heavy, serious game of Bubbly Pop today. Uh, and uh, so we wanted to touch base with you because you are, honestly, um, it doesn't seem like this game uh, is, uh, you know, gets the spotlight very much. Uh, and uh, and so I, I once I once I realized um in your post that you that you own this game i was like oh this would be a perfect time to talk to michelle about games in general you know what i mean um and uh she actually owns the game yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes 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 well and 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 uh and once i saw that it that it was like i was looking at some posts and i was like oh wait this is michelle this is perfect we got to talk to her um and uh and because you do such a good job with um, presenting games um and this is one of those games that really does the components are like really interesting and fun honestly and i was like ah that's perfect this is exactly how uh how to bring michelle on the show basically with, with a really fun 
game like this. Um, so w- where in your like time with word games did Bubbly Pop end up coming into your life? Was it like one of your like the early uh, games that you got or was it a little bit later? It's quite a bit later. So not yeah. this Christmas that just went by, but the Christmas before. Yeah. Um, one of my friends bought it for me during the pandemic. We were actually on lockdown. So he dropped it off uh, at my door. We couldn't actually oh, play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then finally, when that, that kind of lifted, he came over to play the game. And cool. speaking of the components, when he initially bought it, he thought from the back of the box that there was marbles inside. So when he mm, opened it, yeah. he was he was just kind of mad he was like yeah 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 i I had the same thought i saw this game and i thought i thought it was either going to be marbles or like little uh like glass like paperweight look like little domes or something like that Mm. they turned out to just be Mm -hmm. pogs but you know whatever yeah they are just cardboard discs which i can understand yeah why that would be (laughs) why that if you're expecting something really really nice in 3d like that you know they could probably do like a deluxe um well i don't know if it has enough buzz to really release the deluxe version but uh, if money was no option they could they that would be like ripe for a deluxe version or whatever right um like 3d marbles with these little creatures inside i like that'd be cool that would, that would be, be cool. Awesome. It would be cool. We got to We Well, this is our, we got to get drum up the support for bubbly pop and we'll get the deluxe version. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what did he and you think about the, the, besides the fact that there weren't any marbles, I guess that put a bad taste in your mouth right away. But what'd you think about the gameplay uh, once you actually played it? Well, the gameplay, you know, it's, it's really straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. We've actually played a few times this week, again, just to refresh our memories, because it didn't come to the, to the table that often. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we played for the first time with all the black pieces in the pouch, because we were kind of doing the levels. Ooh, and that makes yeah. it a lot more challenging, and you're much yeah. more likely to kill each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there because there is like almost like an easy, normal, and hard mode almost, right? And you can kind of like choose which setup you want, which is honestly very interesting and feeds into the well you know very much feeds into like the video game feel of it absolutely it has a very video game feel and i, I forgot there was a solo mode so now i'm really interested in trying that out because that has yeah. a very like old classic arcade kind of like feel yeah. about it so i'm excited mm-hmm. to, to try that yeah yeah i know when i noticed that it has a solo mode uh first of all i said great i could ditch andrew this is gonna be great you know finally <laughs> yeah finally get rid of the, some dead weight you know what i mean uh and uh and then second of all i was like wow these are all like they, they made this like almost like 12 individual puzzles that you kind of have to solve essentially and i was like mm, yeah i like i like that the puzzly part of me really likes that for sure um but uh but yeah we kind of felt the same way where it was like you know we we enjoyed playing the game it's like fun and light and everything like that but we don't know if you know we don't really know if it's going to hit the table too often but it would be a nice way to kind of break things up every now and then you know what i mean um but but i can't deny that it looks good and it's super cute even though those um components aren't marbles and things like that um they still i still like them there's something about looking at them that i that i really like and and i could tell like from your post and you were working in the components as like a visual aid and stuff like that it's it is fun to just kind of have a have scattered around basically you know what i mean um just hide some bubbles in your house you know yeah yeah for for a game that's so light or whatnot you know they really did they found a cool artist to to to, you know to do all the art in it and kind of created this little backstory world to it and um you know it seemed like they put more (laughs) they, they put a lot of time into 
the development of these creatures, basically, than maybe you might expect for a game that uh, that was so light. You know what I mean? And I, I can appreciate that. Oh, I, I totally agree. Aesthetics in a game is a really big for me. It's one of the yeah. things that makes me enjoy a game or not. And I really like how they made each color like their own kind of species. Yes. I don't know if you noticed, I actually pulled this one out because it gets me every time. I, yes. This little black token looks like a Sith yep. Lord. Like, yeah, it's just like, yes. they make a race of Sith Lords? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're talking. <laughs> well, and Andrew was uh, Andrew was noticing that uh, the purple ones, I think, Andrew, right, reminded uh-huh. you of uh, Wookiees um, yeah. that have been developed, you know what I mean? So he, well, was, he was noticing a lot of the similarities to Wookiees, specifically, Andrew, from the holiday special, right? I don't know if you're familiar with the hol- the Star Wars holiday special, Michelle, but um, that like, you know, George Lucas doesn't want anybody to ever watch because it's so bad, <laughs> but it's on YouTube. If anybody out there wants to go watch it, uh, I thought the purple ones, I thought they were specifically modeled after the Wookiees that are in the holiday special, just uh, mm. Chewbacca's son, Chewbacca's uh, dad, <clears throat> um, mm, mm, you know, mm. they have the, the yeah. same facial expressions as those Wookiees. And uh, so mm. is it the yeah, teeth a- also? Yeah, well, there you yes. go. There's Lumpy, yeah. Lumpy Baku. Yes, I know. It's so cute. Andrew, that, you're, you're making me think, and I guess kind of somewhat spoiler alerts here, but uh, you're making me realize that ooh, there is a there is an orphan, you know, there, there is a there is a fatherless, ch- you know, Wookiee running around these days, huh? Now, after that uh, most recent, didn't he? Uh, oh, wait, did he not pass? No, he survived. You got tricked. That's right. Remember, he, well, he got tricked. The last one. It, yeah. it looks like he dies and then he it looked like he died like, but then he how could they well good well the family's reunited is what i say which is nice a nice little story <laughs> made it home for life day yeah <laughs> um, you can't kill the one character that still wears a costume you know like yeah, anybody know, right? can play them <laughs> that's true <laughs> the extremely merchable character yeah i i should have known better that you know especially now that disney owns you know what i mean there's no way they're gonna be you know killing off any any kind of money that's for sure um so michelle Let's get down to the hard questions here. Do you believe in intelligent alien life? <laughs> That's a very interesting question. I wasn't ready for such a loaded question this yes, morning. But I, know, I would I know. have to say that I do believe that there's something out there where, you know, yeah. one planet and many, many, many planets. Mm-hmm. Right. Whether we've actually encountered them or not, that's another another question entirely. Right. right. <laughs> and also, mm-hmm. and I guess it also matters what you call intelligent. Like, is it, if it's yes. sentient, does that make it mm-hmm. intelligent? Is it like, Good you point. know, breathing something right. different than us and looks like a rock, but it has a, you know, so. Yes. I mean, if Good it's, point. do you believe aliens exist um, in bubble form? Is it what really what we're trying to get at here? Like in bubbly pop Wookiee Sith Lord form? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, but maybe that would be a cool way to travel if they could like shove themselves into a bubble and just like interstellar yeah. stellar travel that way. But I don't think that they yeah. exist in bubble form. It seems like a hard shape to maintain. Yeah, I know, right? That it does it does seem like that is, I guess, their natural shape, you know what I mean? But <laughs> It does seem like it would make travel very hard. Maybe that is why they've evolved to travel in bubbles, because otherwise their travel would be very, very <laughs> tough. Um, yeah, I'm with you, though. I, I don't think we, uh, I, you know, we don't I don't know that we know a lot about it right now, but there's so much undiscovered that it's got to be 
something going on out there right so and they're, they're releasing more and more it's like they give us little teasers to mm-hmm. kind of i don't know if it's to to make us used to the idea or what yeah but, right right um, right to introduce it gradually to us i don't know we'll see I know. but I, I think maybe in roughly about 50 years we're gonna our, the president is going to reveal that bubbly pop was in fact a documentary you know what i mean of a, <laughs> you know <laughs> and that's why was, they're in such detail because they've mm, had like live accounts of what these creatures look like that's right yep. it was yeah. the government's attempt to kind of introduce us to what you know the a reality that we will one day you know have to come to grips with well do you think the <laughs> bubblies are nice is the real question or do you think they have ulterior motives oh my gosh that's a the heavy question as well it's tough to tell, but they all seem so nice on the on the exterior, right? They seem like they're having a good time, but well, except for those Sith Lord ones, you know, the Sith Lord ones. Yeah, I know, right? Well, and they're uh, harmless though. They just kind of sit there, judge <laughs> them by their evil faces. Yeah, okay. I. That's a good point. It's like if they don't have limbs um, to be able to travel that fast, they have to travel in bubbles. I just feel like they wouldn't be that much of a threat unless, you know what I mean? It's like, we could pop those bubbles if it's just uh, the bubbles we're used to. Well, is the game to scale? Because what I'm saying, they're like giant Oh bugs. my god! Wow. That's a very good question. <laughs> well, and actually, <laughs> and if, you look at, if you look at the board, the size of the planet compared to the size of the creature... The, the creature yeah. is very large compared to that planet. That's I a mean, good point. Mm-hmm. That is a good huge. point, actually. Mm, well, that brings up a very interesting point, too, Michelle. Now, you have a background in environmental science. So I wanted to get into that a little bit. Do you think that there are ramifications of having like an alien species land on Earth like this? I don't know. I feel like maybe an upset to the food chain. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Depends. Like, you know, are they just going to come here on a holiday and like eat a bunch of meat and like, I don't know, ride around in sports cars? Like, that yeah, that's maybe. A good point. Maybe it's a <laughs> boom for the global economy because they, they it's like a tourism thing. They come and they buy a bunch of yeah meat from us in cars and stuff like that. We just don't know enough, right? We don't know enough about them. Hmm. But yeah, like they come here to like teach us about food capsules and then we stop, you know. Mm-hmm. It depends what they do. Right? Well, and imagine that we learn how to travel in bubbles from them. I mean, come on. I don't know. We'd have to give them in return, but um, some sort of info. Maybe like how to make, uh, let me think. What's the best stuff we could uh, teach them how to do? Um, maybe tic- ice skating. TikTok dances. Ice skating would be good. Ice yes, skating. I'm Canadian. Would be very They're going to have to learn to play yes. hockey. Hockey. Obviously. Yeah. I bet they would. I bet they would go. <laughs> nuts for hockey they'd be like we never thought about this before you know what i mean well mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the fact that you're canadian because uh, uh, pete and i are american and and you mm-hmm. know i've seen a lot of alien movies where they come to earth and something that i've learned from these alien movies is that aliens only go to america and they uh you know, yeah all the other countries <laughs> seem to just not be involved so um yeah i, I wonder why safe, actually if it's you know they just they they just attack America and um, the Americans uh-huh. fight them and then they leave. So I, I think we'll be fine. You'll be fine. Right. And I might be they just game. come to major cities in the, in America, uh, <laughs> you know, where movies are made for some reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Probably just a coincidence. You know what I mean? That the movie makers are, you know. So. They're probably attracted to that like Hollywood sign. They see it. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. What's that? I mean, who what's isn't? That? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they can see it from the sky or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's probably well it's probably the biggest um 
you know, visible piece of our language, right? Is there anything that's other than, is there anything bigger than the Hollywood sign that has our, is that Mount has letters? Is Rushmore visible? Mm, like the faces? That's a good like, point. Maybe they think those are real people and they're trying to like. Yes. They're like, finally somebody <laughs> our size. And then they get here and, they, and they're like, who are these little ants running around? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now michelle you are also a fashion icon um and uh yeah mm-hmm. and um it, uh, i wanted to know did you get any inspiration from these bubblies when you were playing you know what i mean like you said they all have different you know exteriors going on so i have never done anything bubbly related in terms of my wardrobe but that is Ooh. a very intriguing thought Yes, exactly. I mean, like, very colorful, a bubbly cosplay going on, on the outside. Yeah. Bubbly, yes, yeah. Andrew and I, of course, pretty heavy into it ever since we started playing. So <laughs> the um, bubbly, we went to the bubbly convention and dressed up as the our bubbly con, and yeah, Andrew bubbly. was <laughs> went as a purple Wookiee. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh my goodness! If you dress mm-hmm. up like a purple Wookiee, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. Purple's my favorite like, color, and they're fuzzy. Yo, like... yes, great. <laughs> it's actually not a bad. I think you get a lot of attention at a at a star wars celebration yeah purple wookie well because then they're like what are you are you you know uh what planet are you from and then they start naming star wars planets and you're like i'll stop you right there i'm actually i'm a character from bubbly pop you know what i mean they're like hmm we should release some bubbly lore like to go with this so like i know what my planet is and what my background is i know i want to know more you know what i mean they they wrote up a little bit of background for the game and it's just like i need more you know what i mean uh in the rule book you know (laughs) yeah um now of course we brought up that they're that they're all different you know exteriors and stuff like that and uh and i think that's fun to to look at like every color has like a different mm, you know um covering i guess you'd say like some of them are furry some of them are have like a hard shell etc um and uh, I, I guess my my main question is if you could have like a pet or something like that, uh, what would be the ideal, you know, exterior material that they're made of? <laughs> I have never, ever thought about that. So when you say yeah. pet, I just think of like the fuzziest dog. Like I, I just like. Yeah, yeah. Dog so fur. would you just go with but... fuzzy fur? Because I mean, that is that is one of the best that's currently available you know what i mean i mean this purple wookie business got me kind of thinking of like a rainbow wookie if like a, yes. had a really Whoa. soft rainbow wookie that would be <laughs> that would be cool that would be great <laughs> a really soft rainbow wookie well because of course they would be they would stand on two legs they'd be bipedal so mm-hmm. then you would be able to like really hug them like a dog's great but then you gotta kind of get down to their level and really kind of mush yourself <gasps> oh. up them. but what if it was you know what if it was a really fuzzy rainbow wookie that you could hug you know what i mean one of my biggest fears getting older is that you know as people age along with you they're not really going to be able to pick you up anymore and i was the youngest yes. in, on both sides of my families and i have two older brothers and i was always used to kind of being lifted up as a sign of affection and i'm just like when i'm 60 nobody's gonna lift me up right so yeah yeah <laughs> rainbow colored wookie just to lift me up every morning (laughs) yes yep an extremely strong species that could lift you up exactly Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love this 
Okay, so that's your ideal pet. I think we've found that's good. Yeah, I like that. Uh, pet. I guess pet would be a very bad. You know, oh, it's like a seven a, foot pet. It's a friend. Um, it's just a but, friend. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He can have his independence. He just has to yes. lift me up in the morning and yeah, be yes. my support system. Yes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we'll call we'll call them a co-pilot in honor of Chewy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Andrew, what do you think? What's your ideal co-pilot exterior here? Oh. Um, I guess, well, I see, I, I don't have any pets. I get allergic to when the hair is all over the place and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so I guess I'd go frog person, uh, might be good. You okay. Know? Now yeah. you're going, okay. So you're going, fr- you're going Binks, frog maybe. exterior. <laughs> okay. <It's> moist, isn't <laughs> yeah. It? yeah. I mean, yeah. Why, why not? Um, you got to keep them. Do you have like a pool in your house or something like that, that they dip into? Cause I mean, they will dry out. Oh, I, good point. Good point. <laughs> Maybe lizard then. Lizard person is better. Uh, scales. Okay. So yeah. let me get this straight. Your ideal exterior <laughs> for your ideal co-pilot is a lizard. Is a lizard skin. Yeah. You're you're wanting to touch a lizard. Well, speaking of now, now this is turning into a whole Star Wars discussion. I see you have an Empire Strikes Back poster back there, uh, Michelle. Ooh, so good I, eye. I, I I don't mind talking about Star Wars too much. I don't want to nerd yeah. out too much here, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the the uh enemy of the wookies is a trandoshan which is the big lizard guy mm-hmm. you know from empire strikes back mm-hmm. he's like you know they're like oh we don't need their scum and it's like a big lizard guy or whatever so yeah. um bosk yeah uh, bosk, the most right. famous uh, in the uh yeah canon so yeah. uh i would say lizard man but then you know michelle and i could never you know ever meet with our pets because they just fight because they're they're enemies of each other so yeah, How do you think maybe this rainbow Wookiee was spread so much yeah. love. Oh, and that's good point. Yes. Well, if I had a rain, if I had a rainbow uh, Bosque or Trandoshan or whatever, you know, it'd be like all different colored scales. I think that'd be pretty cool too. Oh, I think that'd be very cool too. Yeah, mm, I like it. Okay, well, I'll stick with the rainbow theme and I'll also go rainbow exterior, but I'm gonna go just pieces of pizza. You know what I mean? <laughs> On the exterior is what they're made of, and then. <laughs> Because here's the genius part is that if they're made of pizza uh-huh. and uh, they're like a sheep, I can sh- I can shear them and then mm-hmm. I just have pizza. I just, you know what I mean? And then it will grow back. That's that's my ideal co-pilot is somebody who grows pizza on the outside of their skin. I think you're solving good. world hunger, too. That's a great. Mm-hmm. I'm great telling combo. you. Yeah. If we breathe <laughs> them, then we solve world hunger. So I'm solving Pete but, hunger, at least. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but no, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, solve Pete hunger. I like that. That's my kind of. That's the. That's what I donate to. Hashtag um, solve Pete hunger. <clears throat> get it trending, people. Yeah, but no, Andrew. I think your lizard skin thing is cool too. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and solve world hunger. But uh, no, it's good that you have a little little lizard guy you could hug. Um, yeah. <laughs> what about uh, these blue guys? They've kind of inspired. I keep dropping them, but they're ice. Yeah. Imagine if you had like ice skin, but didn't melt. So you'd be like so cool and sh- like slippery yes yes and in some of those warmer climate like around the equator or something like that i feel like that would be very popular you know what i mean imagine you could get, walk up and hug somebody and you're just cool off at the same time oh yeah <laughs> on a real hot day that'd be nice yeah. on a real hot day that'd be nice, so nice. i think <laughs> now michelle you are uh, a known lover of beverages tasty beverages so my question for you is what do you think the best way to turn bubbly pop into a drinking game would be? I was trying to think of some different ways to do that. Um, that is very interesting. Yeah. Um, I do know that like my favorite colors are the ones that are like more interactive or mean as some people might describe them. So like purple yeah. and, and red 
and blue. Ah. So shooting things at each other. So I don't know if there's a way yes. to like not only make their world worse, but also make them semi drunk. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, right, right. So in this game, of course, there's some like, um, yeah, like you said, there's some ways that you can like mess with your opponent. And now what if you could do that <laughs> and make them drunk as well? Because that would probably make them worse at the game. I like this. I like this. Andrew, yeah. do you have an idea of what how you'd want to make this into a drinking game? Well, I'm just going to add on to what Michelle said. So maybe when you yeah. use uh, one of those powers to like send the bubblies to the other person, but yep. the drink that they have to consume has to be that color. That right? color. So like a mixed cocktail. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, some mm. people, college kids these days, I don't know if they're still doing those jello shots or whatever, you know, you can make them all oh. different colors. Yes. Okay. There you go. Jello shots. <laughs> what if you play with jello shots, right? And you have to line up the colors and stuff like that. And well, when the, when you, when you score them, you know, your opponent has to take them. You know what I mean? That's a good, that's a good, wow. Something like that. How about that? I was thinking, you know what? I When I initially thought of this, I was thinking, oh, this will be easy. You just freeze the drinks into ice cubes and you play with those. And then I <laughs> forgot that alcohol famously does not freeze. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so that's kind of, that's out the window. <laughs> you know, it could be interesting, a bit more complex, but if each like area of your grid was a drink, but like mm -hmm. if you, if you made a row, you'd have to take a drink and it would take those ones off so you don't have to score those ones anymore but if you leave yep. a bunch of like little ones everywhere then you have yep yeah oh, so the end. right right yeah. at the end of the game i like that michelle at the end of the game there's extra punishment where it's like the ones you haven't scored you have to also drink yeah that would be a crazy <laughs> that'd be a crazy night <laughs> <laughs> all right so um don't try, that at, don't try that at home messy. people by the way <laughs> yeah. uh oh andrew uh we forgot because I uh, and I just realized because we're getting to the point I was about to say we got to find a night you know what I mean let's look at our schedule Andrew Michelle bubbly pop drinking game you know we'll drive Ooh. up to Canada um, but then I was thinking like oh no this is going to sound like way we're way too friendly Andrew we have to verify for our audience oh uh, of course Michelle for our audience's sake uh, because they've probably been sweating this whole interview can we verify with you that we are not friends we are absolutely not friends yeah no yep. clue who who you yep. even are <laughs> yeah yeah that's generally how this goes is that the people are like uh honestly yeah you know what i mean don't even know how this happened you know what i mean so even after all this bubbly <laughs> star wars talk we're still not friends i love it <laughs> yes but yes i that's am how... canadian so i'd probably let you in if you were at my door but, right uh, yeah. okay good to know about canadians canadians of course <laughs> Va vampires listening to this right now just licking their lips about <laughs> canadians you know what i mean learning learning this about canadian they're like Heck, oh no! I gotta go to Canada. Know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> oh no! I'm afraid of vampires. Oh well, they're you gotta so move out of Canada. They're so handsome yeah. and seductive, and they're just there. Yes. And yes. Yes. Oh, yes. No, I'm well, so triggered now. Yes. 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 <laughs> you gotta move. You gotta move to the east coast of the U.S., uh, where even if you're our own family, we'll look out the window and not let you in. No, I mean, problem. That's true. So you gotta come yeah. to a very mean part of the U.S., basically, and. Uh, <laughs> To, to save yourself from vampires vampires will never get in here you know what i mean um well I think here uh, we let you in and then we spend half an hour like devising a plan on how to get you back out the door okay Just like, oh, they're inside now how do we get rid of them <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that would be tough with vampires too because i guess <laughs> how do you get rid of vampires they you know we we know how you you know we know how you um how they get in but we don't know how to get rid of them we got to work on that a little bit. 
I guess you just let them bite you and then they're done, I guess. Right. That's really the best. If once they get in, you go, let's just get it over with. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, let's just get oh this over goodness. with. Oh, my goodness. Maybe they'll want to play bubbly pop. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe you play some bubbly pop with them. And then eventually they just go, well, this was fun, but I don't want to like, I think I'm good for now. You know what I mean? And you're like, there you go. Well, just get them addicted to my board games in general. Yeah. And then they'll have an ulterior reason to visit and they won't want exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. Every time, then every time they visit the suck your blood, they're like, wait, hold on. You know what I mean? Is that, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> is that a new game? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh well michelle this has been great talking to you um about bubbly pop of course i'm glad that we all stayed very much on topic um just just like that's on you know that's on brand for our our podcast yeah. of course andrew we're known as the uh as the hard hitters in the board game industry um but uh but michelle if if people want to find more from you what is the best uh, way for them to to find you and find your your content your board game content your beverage content your fashion content so my content is primarily on Instagram right now. So the yeah. treasure bell, it's the underscore of treasure underscore bell. And um, bell, of course, being B-E-L-L-E, right? Yes, exactly. We can link it in the description um, of this one. Style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll link uh, for, for the episode. Yep. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, so that's mostly where it is. I'm trying to expand to other um, social media eventually, but just not there yet. I'm doing my cool. master's, so. <laughs> oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is it uh, uh so you're matt you're getting your master's in bubble science i assume is that right <laughs> yeah absolutely um you know i want to be able to make sure that planet is habitable for them when they arrive yeah. so i'm gonna terraform yeah. earth yep oh yeah great. writing a, writing a thesis based on bubbly pop i like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> all righty well thanks again for for joining us michelle folks that's been michelle the treasure bell Okay, you know what? That was really fun. Yeah, she. Uh, can I say that she had a bubbly personality? Can I say that? Am I allowed oh, to say that? Oh, <laughs> how about that? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. pretty funny, right? That's a great dad joke. Um, anyway, um, Pete, we've been talking a lot today about how this game is uh kind of like a an app on your phone. Yeah. So I thought we should just take our pants off. Time for bottomless apps. Oh. Bottomless apps. Okay, Andrew. So, of course, this is the segment where um, bottomless apps, we take off our bottoms, we get bottomless, and then we yeah, right. try to brainstorm how to turn this into a hit mobile game app. Um, hmm. All right, Andrew. Well, I guess first things first, let's get these things off. All right, here we go. Okay. All right, I am uh, bottomless okay. here. Wow, wow, wow. Andrew, I should have been doing this from the start. I'll tell you what, this 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 breathes whole new life into this. Um, yes. Andrew, uh, now, in terms of an app, like you yeah. said, it's already an app, right? I mean, we, we've all played this kind of thing before. So I think we should challenge ourselves to turn it into a different app. How, how, can, we, how can we push it in a different direction, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. What are you thinking? All right, I'm thinking maybe, so here's a couple of ideas. Maybe maybe you add in like aiming and firing a needle to pop the bubbles when it's time to do that so that like maybe you can miss, you know what I mean? So there's a little bit oh, of, uh, you know, skill involved in that. That's right? kind of like Angry Birds. Angry Birds yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, you got to mm -hmm. aim it. Maybe it is an Angry Bird. Maybe that bird has to fly at the bubble and pop. You know? Yeah, I think we should make Angry Birds, basically. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> 
Um, Andrew, but here's then I started thinking in a different direction. I think maybe this is this is the hot one. Okay, ready? So maybe after they land on your planet, you have to take care of them. Okay, and you got to feed oh. them. You got to take them on walks, almost Tamagotchi like, right? But then you also maybe build little houses for them, little bubbly houses, and you can decorate it. You can buy them little food. And, uh, like, every different bubbly has different tastes. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, some of them want spaghetti. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, some of them yeah. want meatballs. Some of them want spaghetti and meatballs. It's basically right, those right. three options. Um, <laughs> and may- maybe they have a power where you can, like, combine two or more of them together, and it makes a different one or something like that, like the colors mixing and stuff like that. Maybe there oh, are wow. rarer types of bubblies. Come on, Andrew. Tell me Whoa, that you didn't, your skin bubblies. didn't just, you know, prick up. Exactly. <laughs> Goosebumps, I know you got. I can see them from here. Wow. Um, I feel like well, I do uh, have collecting... a collection of Goosebumps books back there. Yes, I can see out. your collection. Oh, okay. I can see your collection from here. Um, I feel like uh, collecting rare things is big, right, Andrew? We know this yes. from Pokemon and stuff like that. So maybe there's rare food, too. You know, rare meatballs, rare spaghetti. You know what I mean? Shiny spaghetti, you know? And, of course... All this premium stuff requires in-app purchases from your now mom's credit card. Now we're talking. Now, now we're talking. We're talking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. From your mom's credit card. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, Facial well, recognition. You have to prove. You have to. You have to point the f- phone at your mom's disapproving face to unlock. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and then type in the CVC code on the back. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, definitely, definitely type in the CVC code. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, Pete, those sound like great ideas. I definitely want to do the Tamagotchi one. Um, yeah. In fact, I just kind of want to do com- Tamagotchi, actually. It, it kind of sounded like Animal Crossing almost. Um, mm-hmm. Pete, I did mm-hmm. not come up with any ideas for an app for this game. Um, what? <clears throat> well, yeah, well, here I took it in a different direction here, Pete. I, okay. I let you do yeah, all that. Thinking. Getting my entrepreneur um, brain, you know, stirring. Yeah. Drinking, uh, you know, what? Drinking, one of those because, concoctions that that costs fifty dollars, you know, to make to 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 drink, and I drink my entrepreneur's breakfast or whatever, just to get my mind <laughs> focused, Andrew. That's right. That's right. Um. Yeah. No, I figured you would come up with some great ideas, and you did. You didn't disappoint. So I knew that Thank you'd you. come up with a great idea. So. What I did was I went on to the App Store and I, well, first I checked. I said, is this already an app uh, because it's so similar oh. to apps? And no, no, it is not an app, okay? Yeah. I typed in the search bar, Bubbly Pop. I spelled it out oh. like, just like the game yeah. is. Um, and then I found a list of apps <clears throat> that was never ending with the words bubbly and pop in them and some different <clears throat> combinations. And so I just thought, if you're going to make an app, Pete, um, here's a list of some things that you should not name it because uh, they're already taken. You ready? Okay. <clears throat> okay. When I scrolled through the app store, I saw in order Bubble Shooter Pop, Bubble oh. Pop Puzzle Game, Bubble okay. Pop Origin Puzzle Game, Bubble <laughs> Shooter Panda Pop, Baby Bubbles Babble, Bubble Witch 3 Saga, Bubble Pop, Bubble Shooter, Sky Bubble Shooter, Jungle Blast Bubble Shooter, Bubble Shooter Classic Puzzle, Bubble Mania, Bubble Shooter Addictive, Bubble Empire Champions, Bubble Shooter Snoopy Pop, The Bubble Buster, Best Bubble Breaker, Classic Bubble <laughs> Pop Ball Game, Bubble okay. Cloud Spinning Bubbles, and finally Smurfs Bubble Shooter Game. Um, oh, these are only the top wow. 20, Pete. The list was never ending. I couldn't go. I couldn't <laughs> oh, my God. Name Andrew, all of them I that love, I, found. I love when there's like a qualifier like Origins or something like that where it's like <laughs> Bubble Witch. Well, that, that, 
Bubble Witch, the beginning of the story of the saga of Bubble Witch. You know what I mean? Like, Bubble Witch, teen years. Bubble Witch, college years. It's like, what the heck? You know? <laughs> well, Bubble Witch 3 saga. Yeah, right. That's the saga edition of Bubble Witch 3, yeah, by yeah. the way. Later down in the list, I did. I didn't name it because it wasn't in the top 20, but I did see Bubble Witch 2 saga later was on there. Not yeah, as I love, good. Um, Critically panned. I love, uh, you know what I mean? Like, bubble, lower on the list. bubble Pop Puzzle Game and then Bubble Pop Origin Puzzle Game was... <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. So um, funny. And mm. probably my favorite was the one that just told it like it is, Bubble Shooter Addictive. Addictive, yes, that one stood out as well. <laughs> bubble Shooter Warning, do not, you know. <laughs> bu- bubble bubble Shooter, Surgeon General's Warning, you know. Um, hmm. Well, so okay, good, I'm just crossing, crossing all of those off of my list of, uh, you know, what to name my app. <laughs> Okay, good. So we got those out of the way. There's not many yeah. different combinations left, but hopefully we'll. Come yeah, up with well, I'll just have to kind of uh, maybe look inside for inspiration, or maybe I'll just look to the sky for inspiration. Andrew, wait, hold mm. on. Oh, dude, you seeing what I'm seeing? It's extraterrestrials. Extraterrestrials. That's right. Aliens have landed, and they are insisting that we show them our Earth games. So are we going to show them a copy of Bubbly Pop? Why or huh. why not? You think they'd enjoy Bubbly Pop? What are you thinking Pop? here, Andrew? Well, um, <clears throat> I personally am not going to show the aliens Bubbly Pop. Yeah. And, uh, well, why is because I, I imagine, well, in my Bubbly Pop headcanon, you know, everybody has their own Bubbly Pop headcanon, you know, there's, all, yeah, there's the official course, canon and legend section on the Bubbly Pop wiki, you know, and you can look read all that, but yeah. there's also mm-hmm. headcanon of Bubbly Pops. Anyway, um, in my yeah, headcanon, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Bubblies... I like the books. Con- the books are a little bit better, in my opinion. But, right, yeah, yeah the better than the TV cartoons or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Now, if you really want to get into it, the comics, I mean, that's a whole other thing, but... Yeah, that's a anyway, whole, you know, don't get me started. <clears throat> the High Republic saga era of Bubbly Pop is a good one. Um, Bubblies, uh, in my head canon, they are pests in alien worlds, right? Uh, like you were saying okay. earlier, they're an invasive, they're an invasive species. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, like an infestation. And it kind of reminds me, you know what they actually remind me of is um, we talked about how earlier, how they remind me of Wookiees or whatever, but really oh, yeah. what these things are, these are, these are tribbles. I don't know if you're familiar with tribbles. Yeah. Um, I got that vibe from them too. Tribbles from Star Trek. From Star Trek to trouble with tribbles, they just multiply, multiply, and uh, they're taking over your your starship by the mm, mm, uh, before mm. you can realize it, right? So, um, yeah, I'm thinking that uh, the aliens will recognize these and say, "Whoa, this is a game about uh, you know these it, this invasive species." I don't, I don't like this. Or maybe, maybe right. even on their planet, uh, bubblies are just like inconvenient weather. It's like ah, it's gonna, you know, we gotta. 40% chance of bubblies today. You know, better bring an umbrella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, either way, it's, it's like, gonna... It's like driving down the highway and there's a bunch of geese crossing or something like that. They're like, oh, great. <laughs> this is going to take 10 minutes, you know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, either way, I think this game will just annoy the aliens. And I think there are other games that maybe maybe won't annoy them as much. I think they'll just be perturbed yeah. and, you know, they might upset them. Yeah, I think that's an interesting, uh, interesting points that you raised there, Andrew. Here, here's what I'm thinking. I'm also not going to show it to them, but I've got some different okay, reasons. I think uh, I worry that one of two things is going to happen. Either it happens to be that they have bubblies that fall to their planet, like you said, and right. seeing us having made a game where we nail it, you know, makes them think that we've been spying on them. 
And this oh. is like our way of telling them it's some sort of almost like a veiled threat. You know what I mean? That we're yeah. that we've turned it into a game and then we show it to them. I mean, come on, how unsettling would that be? You know what I mean? This um, is like blackmail. Like, it's like it's like hey, we yeah. we hacked into your webcam, aliens, and we see what you're doing over there. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. imagine uh, an alien lands, they show you their board game, and it's like a picture of you, you know what I mean, like peeing or something like that, uh, <laughs> naked or something like that. You would, you'd look up from it and go like, hold on, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, where'd you, where'd you get this, you know? Anyway, uh, or uh, here's another thing that might happen, Andrew, is that I maybe they just take offense that this is what we think alien life is like out there. They're like, all right, bud, you know what I mean, like this is actually kind of offensive that you're... You know, this is aliens to you, just like a bunch of fluffy. They all have buck teeth. You know what I mean? Like they're just like, all right, yeah, no, yeah. Well, at all least right. we're, we're on the a same... little different than that, you know. <laughs> right. At least we're on the same page here that we are not showing this alien-themed game to the aliens yeah. when they come. Yeah, under that's... under no under no circumstance. In fact, we can list this one in the app store as bubbly pop warning: do not show to aliens. <laughs> Uh, we could do that. And Andrew, too, could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? It's all coming down to this, everybody. We have talked all about this game, but now we're going to say, how sure are you that two people should play this game? A bubbly pop. We're going to give it a rating from zero to 100%. Uh, how wow. much, this is basically how much do we like this game here, and how much are we recommending it to the listeners out there who all have one yep. friend? So, yep, yep, yep. Um, I, if you don't mind, Pete, I'll say that uh, I am going to give this one a 53%. Ooh, 53% sure. Mama. Yeah. Okay. Um, not my favorite game in the world. It's just it's just okay for me. I think it was yeah. just kind of, um, you know, it, I got my brain scratching a little bit with the strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But honestly, it... <laughs> uh, like we said before, that I was kind of surprised that it was discs and not little bubbles i think the components could be a little bit more maybe um mm-hmm. the game itself is just kind of like it's like okay i've i feel like i've played this before like i was kind of joking in that one sentence summary in the beginning but i do feel like mm-hmm. i've played this before it's very similar yeah. to a lot of you know tetris style games yeah and uh and so it's just it's fun though but i'm not going to break this out every single game night um, yeah i know what you mean and it's like if you're if you're trying to decide whether two people really should play it you know what i mean it's right give or give or it's take like, i guess eh, i guess yeah. i guess you could play it if you want i'm even right. gonna say now we did play the digital version but um i believe we uh uh our guest michelle said this uh after we turned uh, the recording off she did say that mm. when she was playing it, i'm gonna out her right now uh yeah. even though it might have been off the record but she said when she yeah. was playing this she felt like she was passing the bag back and forth too much and uh, yeah. so that might be a concern out there that mm-hmm. you might have. It's like you're passing the bag and reaching into the bag more than you're actually placing the uh, yeah placing the bubbles mm-hmm. on the board, you know. So yeah, yeah. might be yeah. just a pet peeve. I get it. Uh, and Pete, of course, Michelle Pete, also think? said, yeah. Of course, Michelle also said after we turned off the recording, she said, uh, "Don't put this in. I actually don't like you guys." And I no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she retroactively. No, I'm just kidding. Um, she did not. Um, Andrew, I say I'm 73% sure 
that two oh, people you like play this, this game. More. Okay. So I'm 20 points more than you. There's something about it wow. that kind of gave me a little warm, fuzzy feeling. And I do mean I, purple f- feeling. No, you know, purple, bubbly <laughs> hugging, feeling. Hugging um, a rainbow Wookiee right there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, listen, this this ain't the best thing in the world. Um, eh, but I just I think it's kind of a fun filler game to break up longer games. You know, if we were having like a hardcore gaming day, like we were like, hey, Saturday's marathon gaming day or whatever, and we were playing five big Euro games or whatever, you know what I mean? And then somebody suggested that t- we take a break and play this. I think it would be very refreshing. So, uh, you know, if the so circumstances looking, okay. are right, you know. <clears throat> um well, and some things I'm kind of, like, you know, imp- impressed and surprised by. You know what I mean? Like, the powers seem like a small thing to add to, like, a snood or puzzle bobble type game. But it's actually a kind of a big thing, the pub- the, the powers. You know what I mean? It's a very mm. modern idea for that for the, you to, know, like, unlock powers and everything like that. And it, and it does make it more of, a like, a tug of war and a kind of a take that battle. You know what I mean? And it just feels... Yeah. Like, it doesn't affect the pace, which is interesting, because a lot of the take-that games can really affect the pace, and I feel for this one, you know, it, it just uh, it keeps keeps moving, because you're expecting your opponent to mess with your puzzle, so it doesn't, like, surprise you. So you're just like, all right, go ahead, do your thing, and then I'll do my thing. And You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's part right. of the pace of the game. So um, it is one of those games that's light enough where you can have a conversation while you play it, which I think is fun, you know what I mean? You don't have to be, yep. because it's so light, you know what I mean, um, and the state feel kind of low you can just you don't you know you you don't really care about messing up necessarily so you can really you don't have to be as fully involved um and uh i don't know honestly speaking of the bag i i have a soft spot in my heart i think for pulling out random tiles and see and then flipping them and seeing what's underneath you know what i mean it's very carcassonne-esque you know what i mean yeah it's like yeah there's something about going on i wonder what this tile is going to be flip oh you know yeah, I get, I get that, but well, uh, maybe I did like that. I don't know, just something about it. I was, it, it, I usually love. There's stuff not like as that. much and, variety in flipping it over right. as like a carcassonne. And in carcassonne, but... it's it's more just like, oh wow, I needed that or that. You know, it's yeah, it, this one is yeah, more just yeah. kind of like, I, I don't know. You rarely are getting one that oh I needed that. That I guess that did happen yeah. a couple times, but it's still just I still couldn't get that excited about it. It's like okay, great, yeah. now I can line them up and take them off yeah. the board. I, it's just yeah. nothing. Nothing mm-hmm. really excites me about this game, really. I, uh, yeah, I hear Sorry it. to say it. I hear sorry it. to say it like yeah, that. No, no. Just, yeah, no, no. It's just not Yeah, it, it does seem like the kind of thing you could you could pretty easily forget. But I guess my point is if you um, – when you remember it, you know what I mean, or when it pops up or, like, lands yeah. on the table or something like that, it I feel like it's up. the kind of thing where I would go, like, ooh, all right, let's do it. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. But let's see I think your expectations – I think your yeah. expectations were were surpassed. I think that might be the difference there. That could you're be saying it. You're surprised by it. I'm trying that to figure out why it. we're so that different on this score. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know why we're so different. I'm probably on this giving score. it too much credit. You know what I mean? And you're probably not giving it enough credit. And then enough there credit. we go. You know what I mean? Speaking Maybe of which, that just... would give us an average score if we did that. Right. <laughs> we Maybe together. we should just average out our scores. What do you think? Oh well. Yeah. Sound almost sounds like we would be putting it on our leaderboard. Leaderboard. Yeah, well, we said at the top of this show that we were going to take a departure from our regular schedule and do a two-player board game, so why not? We're just yep. going to, instead instead of what we normally do, we're going to take our two scores and we're going to average them together to get one final score. Wow. Okay, and well, then we'll put it... you know, we probably should have discussed, we probably should have talked about it first, Andrew. This is, you're suddenly... Yep. Nope. Uh, that's what we're doing gears. here. 
<laughs> we are going to put this on our ongoing leaderboard of two-player games and see where this falls. So we're going to give it an average score here. I gave it All a right. 53. Well, a Andrew, I, uh, I would say if, if this is what you're suddenly deciding that we do, I'm just going to really quickly rank all of the two-player games that I've played real quick. <laughs> you're still on that bit? Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was kind of done I was kind of done with that bit, and you're still doing that bit. Okay, that's Still doing the bit, you. actually. Still right. here in Bitville. Bitville. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Andrew, so uh, tell me what happens when we averaged out our uh, scores here. <laughs> All right, well, I gave it 53, you gave it 73. That means oh. it's going to come out to an average score of 63. We are officially 63% wow. 63 sure that two people should play the game of Bubbly Pop. And yeah, that's that gonna sounds put about it, right. That sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's nice. I think that worked out well. That's going to put yep. it at number 38 on our leaderboard, 38 out of 49. Ooh. So we are definitely, definitely we in the bottom half here. Um, yeah, yeah, true, true, but it's but like, not in the total like we, trash. Like we said, it's yeah. not in the right. It's not in the trash can, right? It's definitely it's amongst some, you know, it's right below backgammon for us. Par partly because yeah. I kind of tanked backgammon, obviously, but uh, but and it's right around Onitama that a lot of people like, and uh, you know, it's like two back from Mancala. So like these are games that we would definitely play. You know what I mean? Like uh, I'm noticing that it's amongst a lot of. Um, I think we talked about this on a previous episode. Uh, uh, this is kind of the area where we have a lot of abstract games and bubbly pop. Oh yeah! Despite the cute aliens and all that, it kind of mm -hmm. is an abstract strategy game. I mean, really. Yeah. Uh, right. It it didn't. It doesn't need its theme, and you can just kind of move things around and. Right. Yada yada yada. So mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's appropriate. I think it's appropriate. Yeah. You could have you could have played okay. this game with like different colored backgammon or different colored checkers or whatever. You know. True. Like that's yeah. True. All, true. 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 Yeah. Actually, that would have been cool if they were like little checkers. See, I mean, something besides the pog. I love pogs, but uh, you know, gotta get something better than that. Anyway, it, I don't agree at all that it would be cool. If, <laughs> what if we strip the personality off of them? I, you know no, I mean? no, 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 no. If you you same thing, you put the faces on them, uh, same colors and everything, oh. but they were heftier. They were a little. Uh, um, checkers, oh, basically. you're talking about I see the feel of them. I got gotcha. the component. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that would be. Uh, cool. Wouldn't that be cool? You're jangling around in a bag yeah. full of uh, like and big then, white, uh, checkers you, or whatever. And then you can advance them, and anyway, yeah, we're making a whole right. different game at that point. But, um, yeah, we're making an expansion, but it's not time for that, Andrew. It's uh, it's it's time to end the leaderboard and move on to the very last part of the old episode, Andrew, which is where I ask you, are we cool? Are we cool? Okay, so you're gonna ask me. Do I have to ask you back? Is that how this works? Okay, so you're still in the bit, so. <laughs> are we cool? After playing this game, are we still cool? How many points did our friendship go up or, or down? Uh, yep. This is yep. probably yep. the longest, the real friendship points, right? Our longest running bit ever that anybody's ever done. Um, yeah, good point, I, good point, good point. Because it, uh, it predates I, the podcast. You know, because, <laughs> that's right, um, that's right. We've been doing this one a long time. Yeah, we've um, been doing this one for a while. Even though, uh, every yeah, before we started doing the podcast, every time Pete and I would hang out, we'd just like we'd, compare uh, our like, scores. Yeah, we just uh, kind of step well, aside. Well, not tonight, like, then. More in yeah, the uh, uh, plus one? No, a uh, minus one. Okay, never mind. All right, see you later. Uh, all right, yeah. well, see you later. Yeah, next time. Uh, I'm gonna give this one, even though I did not enjoy the game that much. Uh, this game didn't yeah. really do it for me. I am still gonna say plus two on the friendship meter because, wow. like you, like you said, it's a game where you can just kind of talk about it yeah. and um mm -hmm. 
we discovered the thing about the holiday special, the Star Wars holiday special, and I feel like I got you... Mm. Oh, did we say this on the stream on our Patreon or on the episode? I think we said it on our stream uh, that uh, you have never seen the holiday special before, Pete. And that is true, I, and you told me that it's on YouTube until yeah. uh, George George Lucas gets it removed, so i got to hop on that quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've just, yeah, I think, I've just encouraged about Pete that to... Yeah, I've just encouraged Pete to sign up for an hour's worth of uh, hard punishment. Just terrible, yeah, terrible filmmaking, which, Andrew, that sounds like heaven to me. So, plus one for me, so that gives hey. us a combined plus three. How about that, huh? Nice. Pete, plus I'll even three say hours that... of my life when I watch it three times in a row. Yes. Well, we will not be cool after you watch that because you'll be very <laughs> mad at me for asking you to watch yeah. that. Uh, yeah, it's... yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete, it's so bad. It's not even. I'm gonna go off on a little thing here. It's not even like okay. bad. Like, like you watch some of those those Ewok movies from the '80s. I mean, those are bad, yeah. right? But they're you, bad. You watch yeah. them and you're like, but you can tell you're like, okay, I can see. But you're like, ah, it was like, an '80s movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like kind of bad. This is like they were intentionally trying to make something uh, upsetting or something like that. It's like it's like wow. What? This is not even. I can't even understand why they would do this. You know, it's like, mm. what kind mm-hmm. of person would make this thing? It's it's disturbing. Yeah. It's really yeah. something out there. Everybody should go watch the holiday special, mm. Star Wars holiday special. It's on YouTube. Go watch it. Wow. And, and if you're is, looking for has... more of Andrew's, you know, opinions on <laughs> movies and things that are non-board game stuff, honestly, you can get some of that uh, on our Patreon because we do a lot of bonus content on uh-huh. there where every month we do a bonus episode and it's usually not related to board games at all sometimes it is sometimes it's not you know what i mean um, well speaking and of so you can really our... hear andrew go to town on stuff you know yeah i mean speaking of our streaming i mean that's where anybody who watched us play bubbly pop got to hear all that great stuff about star wars holiday special and all that stuff when we discovered oh, that oh yeah so mm-hmm. and i think the recording is on there right pete um, if, if you but, yeah that's right you you have access to um the youtube link uh which has the uh, so you can go back and look at some of our streaming from from old uh and also mm-hmm. you can uh jump in live streams in the future but uh, that only happens of course if you are a member of the patreon um, if you are uh, a toucan, and I know what you're thinking at home, hold on. Now that sounds very interesting. What are they talking about? I can't talk any more about that and why we nope. say that. Quite frankly, nope. you have to. You got to sign up if you want. And it only takes two dollars a month um, if you want to get almost everything. Um, and and heck, if you want to keep going, you want to get more than yeah, that. I you mean, have the option. But uh, speaking talk, of pops, you, know, you get mean, a, That's a coffee a month or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but you could all go all the way up to Pogs and more if you so desire. But you know, I ain't you want to be our third friend. You want to be you want to be our third friend on every single episode. Go ahead and pay us three thousand yeah. dollars a month. It's fine. Go ahead and give us. Yeah, that option exists. You know, go go check it out. Go check out our Patreon. You know what I mean? Um, it is patreoncom slash podcast. and just uh, you know, look around, do some window shopping. You know. And I think there's a link in the show notes of this one as well, so you can just click on that. It'll take you right yeah, there. You, you get all the work for you, people. Frankly. There's no excuse. Yeah, no you can excuse. just click on, click on it. You can just click on helps us, it. It helps us keep the lights on around here, you know? There are some costs helps. involved. Yeah, anyway, Andrew, that's... currently recording in the dark. That's for sure. <laughs> I That's actually true. I know you can't see me right now, Pete, but I am in the dark recording right now. <laughs> yeah, really? So we need to... We, yes, well, I'm in a, well, I'm in a well. closet. I'm literally in a closet under the stairs... Uh, which all of our patrons have seen because uh, they see it on our live stream. But I'm in a closet under the stairs with the lights off um, recording. So, yeah. Wow. Come see that on our Patreon. 
I was gonna say, yeah, if you want to see that live on the stream, hey, go for it. <laughs> There's only one option for you. Um, Andrew, and of course, uh, we want everyone listening to tune in next week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we do want you to tune in next week uh, unless you get another friend. Then you can't tune oh. in. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah. In that case, you're going to want to tune in to uh, another podcast, Grilled Three's Sandwich. Yes, Grilled Three's Sandwich. It's the podcast about three-player board games and also the secret to making the perfect grilled cheese sandwich. One yep. step at a time. Yeah, you know, I mean, there aren't many steps to making grilled cheese, so it's not a very long podcast, but, uh, you know. Well, there's also the three-player board game stuff in there. There's also so. the three-player board game stuff, too. Yeah, but once they once they have reached the final step of making the sandwich, then they, they do have to oh, end then the they're podcast. Done. So. Oh, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. kind of like Fog so of Love Break or whatever, Chess Break, but yeah. then they... Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, and it's and honestly, uh, here's the here's here's the thing about that podcast is it started to really take off, and then it became kind of a money maker. So they just kept adding ingredients to the grilled cheese sandwich, <laughs> and they were like, uh, uh, uh. And then you grab some black olives, and everyone was like, black olives. Man. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what yep. They're, their Patreon is just going nuts over there. Patreon's going nuts over there. The sandwiches. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?